This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Feel at home in this world anymore. 
And I can't feel at home in this world anymore I have a loving mother just over in glory land And I don't expect to stop until I take her hand She's waiting now for me in heaven's open door And I can't feel at home in this world anymore Oh Lord, you know I have no friend like you If heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door And I can't feel at home in this world anymore Just over in glory land we'll live eternally The saints on every hand are shouting victory Their songs of sweetest praise Drift back from heaven's shore And I can't feel at home In this world anymore Oh Lord you know I have no friend like you If heaven's not my home Then Lord what will I do the angels beckon me from heaven's open door And I can't feel at home in this world anymore Yes, the angels beckon me from heaven's open door And I can't feel at home in this world Welcome to worship, good neighbors. We come together to worship a God who loves, a God who teaches wisdom, a God who delights in righteousness, a God who seeks loyalty and faithfulness, a God who rewards those who trust, a God who loves those who love. You are listening to a Neighbors United in Christ parish worship service sponsored by the Lutheran Churches of Deronda, Little Falls and Trinity. My name is Lauren Tague, and thanks today to Jim Haugerud and Debbie Tague, our musicians, Eileen Platten, our reader and provider of the children's message, and today our recording engineer is Brad Anderson. You are able to join us by NUIC podcast and at 8 a.m. each Sunday morning on WPCA Radio 93.1 FM and its live internet stream on www.wpcaradio.org. If you'd like to help sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715-268-9577, by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin and through our website at 
www.nuicparish.org. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Debbie and Lauren Tagg in memory of Esther Shirley, Debbie's mom. We want to thank WPCA Radio for this broadcast. Next Sunday, we'll be worshiping at Deronda Lutheran at 9.30. And Saturday, August 12th, for you young people out there, we're doing a VBS day at 9 o'clock, and that's at Trinity. The church is anywhere. People gather in Jesus' name. Even when we are not together in a church building, God continues to be present in the creative and intentional ways that we gather for worship. Therefore, wherever you are at this time, worshiping in Jesus' name, your present location is the church. You may want to have a cloth to lay before you, a candle, a cross. You might enjoy making a small worship space to enhance your at-home worship. You may want to have a Bible and follow along with the readings of the scripture. As we begin worship, it is our desire to honor God, to open our hearts to the spirit of God's love and presence, and begin with the invocation. Dedicating this hour to the presence and purposes of God, we worship together with God the Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Spirit, our breath of life. Amen. We'll continue with the confession and forgiveness of sins. We confess our sins before God and one another, God of wisdom and grace. Too often, we have sought happiness in all the wrong places. We have put our own needs above the needs of others. We have ignored your pleas to care for one another and have fought to care only for ourselves. We have forgotten to trust in you. Forgive us for our selfishness, our immaturity, and our blatant disregard for others. Restore us by your grace. Amen. Our God sees and knows our sin. God also sees and loves our humanity. On this day, I proclaim to you the entire forgiveness of all your sin, given as a gift of joy by a wise and loving God. Amen. We continue with the gathering songs. Day by day, and with each passing moment, strength I find to meet my trials here. Trusting in my Father's wise bestowment, I've no cause for worry or for fear. He whose heart is kind beyond all measure, gives to do each day what he deems best. Lovingly is part of pain and pleasure, mingling toil with peace and rest. Every day the Lord himself is near me, with a special mercy for each hour. All my cares he fain would bear and cheer me, he whose name is Counselor and the protection of his child and treasure is a charge that I am himself. 
All I have needed thy hand hath provided Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me Is there any point to life? After all, it is short and often painful. There is nothing new. It's all happened before. But there is a certain beautiful order to things. There is a time in life for every good thing and every challenging thing. And God is there in the midst of it, loving us. We may wish God would do things the way we want and on our timeline, but God has appointed a time for all things. Is there any point to life? Yes, to live in love and enjoy all that is good. Will you pray with me the prayer of the day? God of all seasons, there is a time and a place for every human experience. Help us to appreciate all that this life brings, to endure suffering and to revel in joy. In Jesus' name, amen. I encourage you now to share the sign of peace. Either bless yourself or someone worshiping with you today, beginning with a touch on the forehead and using the Trinity formula. Be blessed, or I am blessed in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, we turn to the Holy Scriptures, and if you have a Bible with you, I invite you to turn with us and follow along with the Scripture readings. The first reading is from Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 1 through 11, and chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. The words of the teacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities, says the teacher, vanity of vanities. All is vanity. What do people gain from all the toil at which they toil under the sun? A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun goes down and hurries to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes round to the north. Round and round goes the wind and on its circuits the wind returns. All streams run to the sea, but the sea is not full to the place where the streams flow, where they continue to flow. All things are wearisome, more than one can express. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, or the hear, ear filled with hearing. What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done. There is nothing new under the sun. Is there a thing of which it is said, see, this is new. It has already been in the ages before us. The people of long ago are not remembered, nor will there be any remembrance of people yet to come by those who come after them. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, 
a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What gain have the workers from their toil? I have seen the business that God has given to everyone to be busy with. He has made everything suitable for its time. Moreover, he has put a sense of past and future into their minds, yet they cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I know that there is nothing better for them than to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as, long as they live. Moreover, it is God's gift that all should eat and drink and take pleasure in their toil. I know that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. God has done this so that all should stand in awe before him. That which is already has been. That which is to be already is. And God seeks out what has gone by. Moreover, I saw under the sun that in the place of justice, wickedness was there, and in the place of righteousness, wickedness was there as well. I said in my heart, God will judge the righteous and the wicked, for he has appointed a time for every matter and for every work. The second reading is from Luke chapter 13, verses 1 through 3. At that very time, there were some present who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. He asked them, do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they are worse sinners than all other Galileans? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Well, good morning, boys and girls. It's now time for the children's message, and as I like to say, for all of us who are still children at heart. How many of you enjoy working on pu puzzles? I love to work on puzzles, and I especially like to work on mazes. To solve this kind of puzzle, you take your pencil and you start where it says start, and you try to find an open path in the puzzle that will lead you all the way to where it says finish. Of course, you can't cross through any of the lines. That would make it too easy. A puzzle like this can be very difficult, and sometimes it can be pretty frustrating. Traveling through a maze, you often have to change the direction you are going. You may find that the path you have chosen leads you to a dead end. When this happens, you have to back up and start again. When the puzzle gets too difficult, you may need to ask someone to help you. Even though finding the right path that leads to the finish may be difficult, you will have a feeling of satisfaction when you finally reach your goal. I believe that God has a plan for each of us. He has a path that he wants us to follow, and he wants us to be successful in reaching the goal that he has for us. As we face each new day and try to follow the path that God wants us to follow, we may find that it's a lot like trying to solve one of those puzzles. We may often face difficult choices in deciding what God wants us to do. We may have to have frequent changes in the direction we're going. Sometimes we may find that we have made a wrong choice and we've traveled down a dead-end path. When that happens, we just have to back up and start over again. Following the will of God for our lives is not always easy, but there is help available. God is always there to help us if we will just ask him to guide us. 
In the book of Isaiah, God told his people, whether you turn to the right or turn to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. God is still here. He's still behind us saying, this is the way, walk in it. We just need to make sure that we are listening. So now could you please bow your head, fold your hands and join me in a prayer. Dear Lord, as we travel through our life, we ask you to help us to follow the plan that you have for us. When we don't know which way to turn, help us to listen for your voice as you give us directions. Amen. Peter and John went to pray. They met a lame man on the way. He asked for alms and held out his palms. And this is what Peter did say. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He went walking and leaping and praising God, walking and leaping and praising God. In the name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, rise up and To everything turn, turn, turn There is a season turn, turn, turn And a time for every purpose under heaven A time to be born, a time to die A time to plant, a time to reap A time to kill, a time to heal time to laugh, a time to weep. To everything turn, 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 there is a season turn, 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 and a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to build up, a time to break down, a time to dance, a time to mourn, a time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones together. To everything turn, 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 there is a season turn, 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 and a time for season turn 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 and 
a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to gain, a time to lose, a time to rend, a time to sow, a time to love, a time to hate, a time for peace. I swear it's not too To everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, turn, turn. And a time for every purpose under heaven. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The texts today have been interesting. I've been thinking about them and thinking about it, and at some points I don't know if I came to many good conclusions, so there's just some reflections, hopefully some insights, to help us look at life in a different way. In the narrative, he speaks about the, in particular, the Old Testament passage where our culture seems to be addicted to what feels good. We are taught and conditioned to do whatever is necessary to make feeling bad go away. Some use drugs, sex, shopping, exercise, even prayer to make bad feelings end. We want to feel happy all the time and at all costs. Ecclesiastes suggests that we cannot be happy at all times. There are times when things do not go our way and times when they do. Perhaps this is permission to sit in our discomfort because we know that God sits in it with us. Perhaps there is wisdom to be gained by experiencing rather than running from our pain. In contrast to the positive instruction and expectations of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes recognizes that life is not fair. Sometimes bad things happen to people when they are good and sometimes people are not punished when they are misbehaving. Yet God invites us to revel in the small amount, small moments when things seem to be right with the world. It is God's gift that all should eat and drink and take pleasure in all their toil. We can be grateful for the good moments without dwelling in the injustice of us all. I think some of us always get caught or get caught quite often in looking at the world and seeing how dark it seems and how unjust it seems and sometimes it seems overwhelming. A friend wrote in a note today that uh, on YouTube that kind of caught my eye. He said, a ship can get into a big ocean and nothing will sink it until all that water is in the ocean is able to get in the ship and then it will sink. It's the way we are, if we let all the darkness get in, that's when we really know we're in trouble. Or as a little boy who was afraid of the dark and was looking for comfort, uh, called his mom to come in and said, please leave the light on. And she said, you'll be okay, dear. And uh, the dark isn't the worst thing in the world. You'll get, you'll be okay. He wasn't convinced, and then he finally just said, well, you, but you know, the dark gets in the way. So he was afraid. 
Sometimes the dark gets in the way for us. But Ecclesiastes kind of gives us some insight in that sometimes what we call darkness or sometimes what we call bad is actually just a part of life. Suffering is not the end all. It doesn't define who we are. It's one of those seasons that we may have to go through. The problem for many of us is that we put eternal value on temporary things. They can be good things, but they're not eternal. God wants us to put our eternal value on things that are important. We've talked about wisdom the last few weeks, and part of that is wisdom is learning how to put eternal value on the things that are worthy of eternal, of the eternal. I'm afraid so many of us get so busy trying to find ways to avoid, like it says, bad feelings, bad things. Sometimes change we need to accept, not to run from, but to embrace life, to grow in grace, to see where God is leading and guiding us. Gerhard Frost again talks about how when he grew up, there were pencil marks on the door, which I assume many of you had too, between the kitchen and living room in my childhood home. Each mark signified the growing of a child. He says, I had grown rapidly and was tall for my age. I loved to read my initials and look down at the lowest marks. Was I ever as short as that, I'd ask? I was proud. But there is no pride in growing in grace. You see, the spotlight isn't on me, but it's on God. Not, I, am I taller, kinder, more honest, more patient, more courageous? No, the light swings away and turns on him. To him be glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Is my God bigger today than he was a year ago, five years ago, or even 10? Do I trust him more? Do I leave more to him? Am I less tied up in myself? Grace, what is it but God's loving activity in my life? To grow in grace is to see more and more clearly the moving finger of the one who writes the story of my life. I praise God when I forget myself and I learn to grow in grace. I like that picture. I have to admit, I ask God quite often, am I more loving, am I more caring? And I don't always like the answers. But when I start looking to see how grace keeps growing in my life and in those around me, it gets exciting to see that God is active and God is moving in our midst. God's grace is moving us forward, both as individuals and as community and as a church. Can we take our eyes off ourselves and take a look and see where God is growing us? The other thing is that we see is that uh, we sometimes get to see God moving in different ways where we learn to trust in him completely. You can see two, three kids or maybe even one kid who uh, is looking for a vacation and 
there the, the dad or the mom is planning out the route, the departure time, what roads to take, how many hours it will take, itineraries, what places they will visit, what travel information, and I'll spread it out on a table, and this young man was following his dad through this, and he looked at all the things that he was doing, the maps and the papers, and she watched for a while and finally went to a stack of papers to another and taking notes and adding to her growing to the growing list he was making, finally she climbed up in his lap and said contentedly, oh, I am so glad all I have to do is just go along. This is the mark of a trusting child, a willingness to feel secure in another's hands. And this is the mark of the children of God, a willingness to welcome the unknown future and commit themselves to the Father's hands. If, if you saw three small children seated in the family station wagon, dressed and ready for a vacation, would you ask them, hey, where are you going? Which highway will you take? Where will you sleep tonight? They probably wouldn't know. And such questions could only, and probably would just distress them. A better question might be, who are you going with? Then they would answer, with mom and dad. They would speak dear names and affirm their love and trust. Isn't that the way we should look at it in our own lives? When we make choices, judgments, and decisions, we have the opportunity to exercise whatever talents we've been given. But beyond those areas we can control, however, lies the vast domain of our helplessness. It is when we enter this domain that we must be willing to admit our total dependence on our Father. Then we too can celebrate the fact that we are in God's hands and that we are just going along knowing that he'll bring us to a destination. I like that picture, because a lot of times we get caught up in our own plans, and we forget about how God has a much bigger picture than we do. You see, God has a much, much bigger picture. He sees where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. Gerhard Frost again shares about where we are headed. He was a thousand miles from home, a visitor at a morning worship service. This one I found offered many, much more than the liturgy, sermons, hymns, and handshakes. The church custodian was leaving after having served well and long. The congregation was taking time this morning to honor him. They called him forward to give him gifts and offered him spoken tributes. They talked of how he had never rebuffed even the shyest child or how he had labored with patience and humor regardless of the situation. One description of him stays in my memory. He never lost sight of the large picture. The large picture, can we see it? You and I? God has made room for each of us in a picture which is too immense, too profound for time or space to encompass. He gives us a glimpse of it. Who are these clothed in white robes, and whence have they come? These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night within his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not smite or strike them by day, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb is in the midst of the throne, and he will be their shepherd. He will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear 
from their eyes. What a wonderful vision this is. Our Father, through his grace, lets us see beyond our present incompleteness and emptiness to his bountiful fullness. He helps us to look further than the ache of the present to the beauty of his endless future. There is a room waiting in his house for each of us. We can't measure the success of our prayers by immediate results or even by the results we have to look backward to see. Instead, we can take comfort in knowing that God has saved a place for each of his children in heaven. That's the large picture in the family album. This last Friday was a funeral. And again, we are reminded of God's grace. And even though we grieve and sorrow when we lose someone we know, we also see there's a larger picture. Day is dawning for this lady. And someday, we also will be part of that larger picture. Amen. I was there to hear your burning cry. I'll be there when you are old. I rejoice the day you were baptized to see your life unfold. I was there when you were but a child with a faith to suit you well. In a place of light you wandered off to find where demons dwell. When you heard the wonder of the word, I was there to cheer you on. You were praised to praise the living Lord to whom you now belong. If you find someone to share your time and you join your hearts as one, I'll be there to make your verses rhyme from dusk till rising sun. In the middle ages of your life, not too old, no longer young, I'll be there to guide you through the night, complete what I've begun. When the evening gently closes in and you shut your weary eyes, I'll be there as I have always been with just one more surprise. I was there to hear your morning cry. I'll be there when you Rejoice the day you were baptized to see your life unfold. I love that song, Born and Cry, and may all of us have the joy of that one more surprise. 
Let's share together our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints and the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. together for the church, the world, and all who are in need. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. In every season, both good and bad, show us your presence and your love. God of wisdom, in mercy hear our prayer. There is a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. Give us wisdom to discern the seasons to read the signs of creation so that it may be sustained for generations to come. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. There is a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Give us more days of laughter than sorrow and dance with us. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. There is a time to kill and a time to heal. Lord, make today the time to heal and restore to wholeness all who are broken or suffering. Especially Jim Curtis, Debbie Bowe, Jim Ellefson, Alicia Strike, Kelsey Zamuda, Joyce Anderson, Pat and Lucille Trofe, Jim Wade, Ron Lee, Ida Martinson, Helen Erickson, Julie Dubois, Scott Morgan, Matt Crerup, Randy Goglin, Helen Jorgensen, Becky Anderson, Shirley Lenz, Dave Christensen, and we remember the family of Lee Nicholson and pray for Maury today too. God of wisdom, in mercy hear our prayer. There is a time for war and a time for peace. Bring peace to today and bring an end to all suffering due to war, poverty, and injustice. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. We remember the saints that have gone on before us and rejoice in the wisdom they shared with us, teaching us to be ready for all things in every season. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, loving God, we lift all for whom we pray, confident in your grace and mercy, through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
As people of faith, we are called to continue strengthening the ministry of the church, even when we are physically distant. We invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, your home congregation, the synod, or somewhere else where the work of the body of Christ is being done to love and serve our neighbors. With awareness and gratitude, we recognize that all good things come from God. With joy, we return to God some of what God has established, entrusted to us, with the hope that all the world will be provided for. Amen. At this point, if you would get your wine and your, or grape juice and bread, or uh, we'll have communion together. On the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord took bread, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body broken for you. After supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave for all to drink, saying, This is my new covenant, my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now let us taste and see that the Lord is good. Take the bread or wafer, and as you eat it, hear the promise from Jesus the body of Christ broken for you. Then take the wine or grape juice and as you drink it, hear this promise from Jesus, the blood of Christ shed for you. Now may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and preserve you to everlasting life. Amen. Called to walk together as the body of Christ, let us abide with one another in peace. Thanks be to God. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. Amen. I said a prayer for you today and I know must have heard. I felt the answer in my heart, although he spoke no words. I didn't ask for wealth or fame, I knew you wouldn't mind. I asked him to 
the start of each new day to grant you health and blessings and friends to share your way I asked for happiness for you in all things great and small but it was for his loving care I prayed for most of all I said a prayer for you today and I know God must have heard I felt the answer in my heart although he spoke no words I asked for happiness for you in all It was for his loving care I prayed for most of all. I asked for happiness for you in all things great and small. But it was for his loving care I prayed for most of Be not dismayed, whatever be tied, God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide. Thank you for listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amory, Wisconsin. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time. God will take care of you. All you may need.